Okay, <clears throat> so we're up to Daf Vav of an Aleph by the two dots. So the Gemara says like this. The Gemara says, Tanarabonan, Hareat Ishti. The Gemara is going to describe different Lashinas. If a man gives a woman a ring and he says, You're my wife, Hareat Rusasi, you're my uh, my Orus, Hareat Knuyuli, you're acquired unto me, Mikudashas, these are all good Lashinas. Also, if he says, Hareat Shali, you're mine, Hareat Bershusi, you're in my jurisdiction, Hareat Kukali, you are bound to me, Mikudashas, these are all good Lashinas of marriage. So, three sets, two sets of three. So the Gemara says, listen to Instead of saying, these three are Mikudashas and these three, you just say all six. So the Gemara says, Tanat, Tlatz, Tlatz, Hashemina Garsinu. He heard three at a time. That was how he received it from his Rebbe, so he repeated it as how he was told. Yiboylev, Akasha. What about the following, I think, six or seven Lashinas? What if a man says to a woman, you're singled out to me? You're designated for me. Ezrasi, you're my helpmate. Negdasi, you're my kenegda, uh, right? Negdoi. Atsurasi, you're gathered to me. Salasi, you're my rib, which is a reference to Chava. Sugurasi, you're closed to me. Tachtoi, you're under my jurisdiction. Tifusasi, you're seized by me. Lukuchasi, you're taken by me. The question is, are these all proper Lashayness of Kedushin? Or do they not connotate the type of relationship that the Torah uh, deems a marriage? So the Gemara says, so we have like seven. Pasha miyachada, I could ask, answer at least one. The Tanya, the Brisa says, Aymer l'kuchasi, if you use the Lashon of l'kuchasi, or is it m'kudash? It's a good Lashon of Kedushan. Shnemar kiyikach hashisha, because that's a Lashon of kiyikach. Okay. Yiboy l'avakasha, charufasi mahu. What if you say a Lashon of charufa? Now charufa, um, it's a reference to in uh, uh, to a shivcha charufa, so Tashimad Tanya Haimer Charufasi Mikudashes. The Brisa says that it's Mikudash. Why? She came be Yehuda Karin Larusa Charufa because in the land of Yehuda they called in Orus a Charufa. So the Gemara says very simple Kasha Yehuda have a Rubid Alma just because they do something in Yehuda. Yehuda is not the majority of the world. So says no Hachikomer Haimer Charufasi Mikudashes. If you say. <coughs> Charufasi Rashi says the lotion of designated. So if you say Charufasi Mikudeshes, Shenemar, because it's a Pasuk. The Pasuk says that this is a woman who's a Shivcha, she's Nechrefes, she's designated to a man. Now, how do I know that that's a lotion of marriage? So it's a Machlaikis, Rav Akiva, and Rav Yishmal. What is the reference of the Pasuk? So according to Rav Akiva, it's a reference to an Isha that's half Jewish, half, uh, half slave, half Jewish. And she's uh, married to uh, an Eved Ivri. So that's talking about a woman who is partially Jewish. And it has that Lashen. So you see, partially Jewish, it's a good Lashen. Rabbi Shmuel happens to interpret this Pasuk as referring to a full-fledged Goyesha uh, maidservant. So according to him, you can't bring a Raya from a Goyesha uh, uh, Shivcha Harufa. That wouldn't be a good Lashen. But we're going with Rabbi Kiva. That this Pasuk is referring to a Jewess. And it's saying that she's uh, designated. Meaning it's a marriage. It's not like a guy with a Goyta that's not a marriage. This is a marriage. So you see, it's a good lashon. Va'oid, and in addition to the fact that it's a pasuk, Yehuda Karin Charufa. In addition, that's what they call in Aris in Yehuda. So the Gemara, basically, it's a pasuk, and in addition to being a pasuk, also in Yehuda, that's what they call their wives. So the Kash is a Gemara is a obvious Kash. Yehuda Va'oid Once you have Yehuda, I need a pasuk. <laughs> Yehuda backs. Well, I'm sorry. Once I have a pasuk, I need Yehuda. So Yehuda Va'oid Lekra. Uh, it doesn't make sense. Uh, the Pasuk says this. And in addition, in Queens, that's what they do. Who cares what they do in Queens? It's an Afghamina. You go with the Pasuk.
So no, the Gemara says no. This is what we mean to say. Really, the pasuk is not applicable. Gemara changes mind. Really, go back to let's go to Rabbi Shmuel's approach that the pasuk is referring to a gaita. So it's actually not a pasuk. But this is what he meant to say. If you say harufa in the land of Yehuda, it's mikudeshes, because in Yehuda, so it's dafka in Yehuda. Meaning, really, it is no pasuk. What do you have the fact that in Yehuda they called it? So that won't help you for outside of Yehuda because Yehuda is not the majority of the world. But in Yehuda, at least it's a good lashon. Okay. So we had a kasha before, miyuchedes, miyuedes, we didn't answer the question. So the Gemara just wants to know, what was the lead-up to that question? What were the what were the couple talking about? The Gemara says, my eskina, what, what exactly is the case? Are they talking about, right, before they he gives her a ring, what was the conversation up to that point? Are they medaber aliske kedushin? Meaning, are they talking about getting married? Are they describing getting married? If they're actually talking about getting married, then the problem is, I'm sorry, if they're not talking about this, he hands her a ring and he says, So, then how do you know what, how does she know what, what he's talking about? If you didn't introduce the topic by saying, let's get married, will you marry me, all this stuff, if you just say, you're single to me, what does that mean? It has no meaning. So, it must be that they're talking about Kedushin. They're talking about getting married. They're talking about, you know, uh, I think we should get married. I definitely think we're a good couple. They're talking about Kedushin. So here's the Kasha. If you're Medabu Miske Kedushin, according to Rav Yossi, you don't have to say anything. According to Rav Yossi, if you're Medabu Miske Kedushin, you hand a ring, you could be quiet. So how could these Lashonis be worse? The Gemara is going to say it could be worse, but the Gemara assumes that. Why would it be worse than being silent? Titanan, how do I know that according to Rav Yossi, if you're if you're medabalis kedushin and hand her a ring, you don't have to say anything. The tenan hay medabri medabalis kedushin kedushin. If the couple is talking about getting married, v'nosal kedushin kedushin havalei pirish, and you hand her a get or you hand her kedushin, hand her the ring, and you don't say a word. Rav Yosi Amitayir, Rav Yosi says you're married. That's enough. Rav Yehuda Amitzarich Lefarish. Rav Yehuda says no. You still have to say harim kedushin. V'halach v'amr Rav Huna Amr Shmuel halach Rav Yosi. And Shmuel says the pasuk like Rav Yosi. So if we pass like Rav Yosi, that means that these lashon is not If you're not medabaliski kedushin, these lashon are not clear. The answer is medabaliski kedushin. Medabaliski kedushin. You don't have to say anything. The answer is I'm reliable medabaliski kedushin. Really, the case is you're medabaliski kedushin. So the kasha is if I'm quiet, I'm yoytzezayin. Why would these be worse? The answer is these could be worse. Sometimes, sometimes saying things is worse than being silent. Medabral miske kedushin And had he given her the ring and stayed silent, hachanami, it would be a good kedushin kardar of Yosi. But Over here, you said miuchedesli miuchedesli. The question is, hani lishni kedusha kamer. I don't lachu kamer. Are these lushinus that imply marriage, or perhaps these lushinus that imply like uh, you're going to work together? Maybe miuchedesli means that you want an exclusivity that she works for you privately. Meaning, if you don't say anything, it would be a good kedushin. The problem is you spoke. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes you talk, it makes it worse than staying silent. So the kasha is, what about all these l'shaynas? The Gemara says, uh, teku. Not uh, teku, it's uh, unresolved. Okay. Gufa. Hay medaber me'isha l'skei kedusha. 
if a man was talking about getting married, and you give the ring, you don't say anything. So Rabbi Yosi Amadari, Yosi says you mekudish. Rabbi Yudah Amitzarich Lefarshu, this says you have to, you have to, you have to say it. So the question is, Amar Rabbi Yudah Meshmul, Vehusha Sukim Ba'Yisein. Oh, so Rabbi Yudah Meshmul says it has to be that you're talking about getting married up to the point that you give the ring. So if you're talking about it and then you and then you stop talking and then ten minutes later you give the ring, no good. According to Rabbi Yosi, it has to be you're talking about getting married. Let's get married. I think it's a good idea. And then you hand to the ring. Okay. So the Gemara says, Kitanoi. Really, it's a machlekes tanoim. Rebbe Oimer Vuhusha Sukhabaisimin. Rebbe Taka says you have to be speaking about marriage up to the point of giving a Kedushim. Rebbe Lazarus Shimon Oimer Afbishayinus Sukhabaisimin. Rebbe Lazarus Yossi says, no, you could, you could stop talking about it. Now, the problem is, and it seems like according to Rebbe Lazarus Yossi, you could have a couple that are talking about getting married at 1 o'clock. They stop talking at 1.15. Two o'clock, he ends a ring. Even Kaddish. Kash says, "Of course not. How could that be? You, you we weren't talking about it till now." If you just hand her a dollar, you have him talking for forty-five minutes. Why would? How could Elizabeth of Shimon think that that's a good condition? means like this. Means like this. You know, it's not that you stop talking at 1.15 until 2 o'clock. If you stop talking about that, it's not a good condition. The case is you're no longer talking about getting married, but you're talking about things that are related to marriage. You're talking about getting an apartment together, you're talking about where do you want to live, sending kids to yeshiva. So you're clearly talking about, it's called me'in You're not talking about getting married, but you're talking about things that are related to marriage. So the kasha is, is that enough? According to Rabbi, no. You have to be talking about marriage, about getting married. Not talking about, you know, you know what, what, what's your, uh, how much money you bring into the marriage. No, no, that's not enough. Of course, Hashem, that, that's enough. That's the machlek. Am Rav Huna Halach Rav Yossi, the Halach of Rav Yossi, that if you medabra ima, let's get Kedushin, you don't have to say anything. Am Rav Yom Yom there's a teaching of Rav Yudah it's a very famous teaching, anyone who does not know the laws of divorce and Kedushin, you should not be Oisik, in, in, in these, you, you should not be a dayan for getting in kedushin if you don't know these halach as well. The mavarshim deal with an obvious kashrus, of course not. If you don't know these things, you shouldn't be. Doing. But the point is, there's a level of expertise that's required for getting in kedushin. The question is, What if you don't know this teaching of Rav Shmuel that halacha follows Rav Yosi? Would that stop you? Meaning, is this such a common halacha that I have to know this in order to be oisik and getting in kedushin? I'm really in. Yeah, you have to know this. This is an area of halacha, medaba miske kedushin. The fact that the halacha follows Rav Yossi, that you don't have to say anything, is a common enough halacha that if you don't know this, that's enough to disqualify you from being on a bezdin for Gittin. Okay? We have this in yesterday's daf, regarding divorce. Nelson Lagit of you give a divorce to a woman, you say, Harei Mekushalachas, Harei Megureshes, Harei Metarsalchaladam, Harei Megureshes, those are good Lashems. Okay? Now, we have this. We have this next little bit of Gemara in Gittin. So Pshita, it's clear that Nasan Lagita of Armelalishna. If a man gives a get to his wife and says, you're free," go to the next page. That's clearly not a good lashon because that's a lashon that you say to a maidservant when you want to free her. That's an emancipation lashon. It's not a lashon of marriage uh, of divorce. Divorce implies that that uh, she, free. She was free before. Similarly, if you say to a Canaanite slave, you're mutter to everybody, because it's not a 
declaration of emancipation. So a slave needs emancipation, and a, a woman needs a lushan of divorce. The question is, If you say to your wife, you are unto yourself, you're your own person, Mahu, what does that Lashon imply? Does he mean to say, meaning he's basically pulling himself out of this relationship. You're on your own. The question is, does that mean divorce? Or maybe, no, he means financially you're on your own, meaning I'm not going to take your money anymore. You can keep your own earnings. So, or perhaps, no, it means divorce. The question, what does that Lashon mean by a wife? The Braiser says, What is the Lashon of emancipation of a slave? You're free. You're on to yourself. That's a good Lashon to free a person. Meaning, that's a, that Lashon, the question was, if you say by a wife, you're on your own, does that mean just financially or entirely? So the point is, if that's enough to free a slave, meaning that's clearly not just a Lashon of finances, that's clearly saying, I'm out. If that's a lashon to free a slave, kavachoymer, it would divorce a wife. Hashem, I have a kanadi kon legufe. Kiambalaharia asalcha the gamer kamer law. Ishla kon legufe the kolshe kings. Avad, that's a good lashon. So, Amr leRavin leRavashi. Amr leAvdoi. Let's say you say to a slave, "Ainly asik bach." I have no dealings with you. What does that mean? Does that mean is that a lashon of emancipation or not? So, me, I'm reading ainly asik bach legamri kamer. Does that mean that you're free? Or perhaps he's just relinquishing his rights. He's saying, "I'm not going to take your money, but you're still my slave." We have this concept in, in, in Gittin that if you sell your slave, a Canaanite slave to a guy, a Canaanite slave has to keep certain mitzvahs, right? Like a woman. So if you sell it to a guy, the Chazal were unhappy because now he's not going to keep any halacha. So Chazal penalized you that you have to buy the slave back and free him. And he's free, you don't get to keep him. So Yatzel Lechayrus, you have to buy him back, and he goes free. But Sar Ket but you have to write a Ket Shukher emancipation document in order to allow him to marry a Jew. says, when do you have to write a bill of emancipation? When you didn't write that lotion when you sold him to the guy originally, but But if when you sold him to the guy, you wrote within the sale a lotion of emancipation, so then, then that that's enough. What's a lashon emancipation? What's a lashon that you could have written in the bill of sale to the guy that would free him? You wrote to the to the guy that when when he flees from you, I don't have anything to do with him. What do you see? You see, is a good lashon of emancipation. Okay. That this next sugya could be a little tricky, but we'll do our best. If you're Mekadosh, it's a Shailu in the Rishonim. What does that mean? I'll go with Rashi. At least Rashi here. A Mekadosh B'milva means you lend a woman $100. Instead of giving her money for Kedushin, you say, listen, the money that I the, the money that I lent you, that'll be the Mekadosh B'milva. The money that I lent you, not just that you don't have to pay me back, that money itself should be the Kes of Kedushin. Ain't a Mekadosh. It's no good. Why? Because you're not giving her anything. When you loaned to, lent her the money, that money was gone, right? You don't expect her to give you back the exact dollars, right? It's just a choyv. But that money that you gave her is gone. You're not giving her anything. You're just absolving her of a loan. Absolving her of a loan is not enough. You have to give her something. But if you're Mekadashir with the benefit of a loan, and the Gemara will describe exactly what this means. It is Mikudeshes, but Asilasis came in a Harama service, but it looks like Ribis, so don't do it. Now, what does it mean, Hanos Milva? 
and why does it look like ribbis? So, Hayanos Milva Hechidami, what is the case? Ilema de Askifa, maybe the case is like this. Ir Askif. Hayanos Milva Hechidami, Ilema de Askifa, perhaps it's like this. The case was he lent her $4 and he said, I want $5 back. Mamish Ribis. And now he's saying the case of Anos Milva, that it's a good Kedushin, is where he says, you don't have to pay me the extra dollar. Meaning, I lent you four, I want five dollars back, and then he comes back to you and says, listen, that fifth dollar, let it be Kedushin. Now the problem with that is that, first of all, there's two issues. Haribis Malsi, first of all, that doesn't look like Ribis. We said it's Haroma service means it looks like Ribis. This is not, looks like, that is Ribis, Doraisa. Giving someone four dollars and expecting five back is Ribis. That is interest. Void, Hainu Milva, also, how is that different? You're not giving her anything. She owed you for right? If a woman owes you $4 and you say, don't pay me back, the money that I lent you, that'll be Kedushin, no good, because you're not giving her anything. You're just absolving her of a loan. So what's the case where it is good? Where I gave her 4 expecting 5 and now I say that fifth don't have to pay me. What's the difference? You're not giving her anything anyway. You're absolving her of, of, of a financial obligation to you. First of all, it's Ribbis de Raisa, so it's not Haram service. And also, how is it different? So Gemara says, like, cases like this. You gave her $4 and expect $4 back. But now, you come to her and you say, listen, I'm going to push off the debt. Instead of paying me back this month, you have another five months. Now, that's a value, right? People would pay money to not have to pay for five months, right? Let's say you owe $10,000. And they say, listen, if you give $100, we'll push off, we'll push off the, the, the time you owe for five months. People would do that all the time if you don't have the money now. So there is a value, an intrinsic value in pushing it off. If you're Mekadosh with that value, meaning she owes you $4, you say, listen, you don't pay me now, pay me in five, I'll push it off five months, but the benefit that you're getting, that pleasure, that benefit, that value of postponing the debt, I want Mekadosh with that. The Allah is Mekadosh, because you are giving her something. You're giving her something tangible. That is, she doesn't have to pay you for five months. You're giving her that right of not having to pay. The problem is it looks like ribis. Why? It's not actually ribis, but it looks like ribis because you gave her $4, but what are you getting back? You're getting $4 back, but you're also getting something of value. You're getting marriage also. So it looks like ribis because ribis means you give her 4 you expect more than that back. Over here, I gave her 4 and because I postponed it, I gave her a value also. So I gave her 4 and what did I get back in return? At the end of the debt, I got $4 back plus I got I got her marriage, which was in, in, in exchange of the value of postponing it. That looks like ribbis. It looks like I gave her four, and what did I get back? I got four plus the value of Kedushin. It looks like ribbis. It's not actual ribbis because it's not, like, it's not like I said four and I want five back. It's not like I set a value to it. But because it looks like ribbis, that's the issue. Okay. Let's say a person, the question this sugi is, what is the status of a matana manasla I give you a gift, but I expect it back. So if a person says, here's $10, but I want it back, it doesn't work for a sale. So let's say I want to buy land, and they say the price is $10,000. I said, here's the $10,000, but I want it back. You have to give it back to me. Well, it's not a good sale. You have to give it a, a wholeheartedly. Matana manasla seemingly loshma matana. Similarly, if you give her money and, says, and say, I want it back, also not mikudeshes. Pidyan aben, also no good. 
if you give the koyin a matan rasal hachzer, it's not a good pitin aben. The truma yatsidinisina by truma it works. If you give the truma to the koyin and say I want it back, it is a good truma. Meaning your yotze truma now you could eat the food. Vasilasas can, but you're not allowed to do abnishin nira kikoyinam esebes agronis because it looks like the koyin is doing dealings with you. The halacha is that if a koyin is working in the threshing floor in exchange for truma, you're not allowed to do that because it looks like he's buying and selling truma. It looks like truma is being uh, used as like a as like a barter. The problem over here is also if people see you give a koyin matanamanaslahas a truma and get it back. In people's minds, they're like, why would the Kayan do that? Oh, it must be he's getting true in the future. It must be he's bartering. He's like, listen, I'll do the Matana Matana thing for you on condition you give me Truma next year. And it looks like you're using Truma as a bartering system. Okay. So it doesn't work for a sale. It doesn't work for an Isha. It doesn't work for Pidin Aben, but it works for Truma. So the question is obvious. Micah Savarabba, what does Rabba hold? If Rava holds matana manaslahachs, it's called a matana afilukulinami. Then it should work by all of them, right? If it's a matana manaslahachs, it works by a truma. It should work for all of it. If matana manaslahachs is no good, afilukulinami. Then why is truma good? Meaning all of them are no good except for truma. It doesn't make sense. So Gemara says no. Avoid another problem. Rav is the one who himself says regarding sukkah. That's the famous matan manaslahachs. Everyone knows about that. Rav holds that matana manaslahachs is a matana for sukkah, right? Because we know the first day of sukkahs, you have to own the lulvan esrog. If you give someone on the first day of sukkahs an esrog on condition, they return it to you not to live echzira. If they take it and return it to yaitza, because then they, it was theirs, but they returned it. But if they don't return it, then they're stealing. What do you see? That it is considered a good matana for, uh, for, uh, for sukkahs. So what is Ravah The Lama Ravashi? Really, and that's why in change of gears, it works by esrig, it works by a sale, it works by pidina ben, it works by truma. It only doesn't work by isha. Why? Because we had in the past that a chalipin doesn't work by an isha. Why? Because a woman doesn't give herself over for something of no value. A woman will not give herself over for matan So it doesn't work by kedushin. He says that's how we interpret it uh, as well. All right, we'll stop here.